Christopher Ari Emma. This is a state of the union address for New York sports, man. Knicks, Nets, Mets, Giants. Miles isn't on to talk to the Jets, and I don't think anybody here has any desire to talk to the Jets, so we'll keep it to teams I mentioned. Now, I just want to start off with this. You mentioned it already. Joe Judge gets the. They say, yo. We're going to have them come back, and then they go out and get an egg. beat. Do you think Joe Judge is actually the, the coach for the Giants for the future? Man, so, like, me and Greg, again, we loved this guy last year. Like, he seemed to change the culture. The players, see, the thing about him, the players still like him. Like, you don't hear any players who are not cut, like, you know, the Kelvin Benjamin out of the equation. Any players that are not cut, they don't talk bad about Joe Judge. Like, they love him. Like, Saquon loves him. Uh, the thing is, like, all the Patriot coaches have a certain mentality that, like, obviously for Matt Patricia, just got him destroying Detroit. Like, everyone hates Matt Patricia. Bill O'Brien, everyone hates Bill O'Brien. I don't think Joe Judge went to that level necessarily but at a certain point this year man he keeps talking about how the team is developing how the culture is building how all this stuff I'm like yo you've won three games and it's not like our schedule is like that difficult where we shouldn't be able to win more games I'm not opposed to him getting one more year I don't love it I think they're gonna go back with Saquon they're gonna go back with Danny Dimes they're gonna go back with Joe Judge but if they're hiring a new GM it looks like Kevin Abrams might be the guy, you know, they're staying in house again and they're going to stay with everybody. They're going to get a new GM. He's probably going to have to fire judge next year, get rid of Jones. It's looking like if it doesn't work next year, they're going to have to rebuild this entire thing again. And that's the frustrating part. How do you, how do you, you just said Kevin Abrams. How do you think that keeping him affects their GM search? I don't I think them keeping Joe Judge affects that GM search for them because I think that's probably why they're keeping Abrams on. They probably want someone who likes Joe Judge. Uh, they could go the New England route, bring in someone from New England who Joe Judge can get along with. But again, like if they fire Judge by next year, you're going to have the exact same situation that Jeff just had. Like they bought in Joe Douglas because him and Adam Gase got along great. Then one year later, Joe Douglas fires Adam Gase. Mm-hmm. Now Joe Douglas brings in Sala, who I like Sala. I think Sala's going to be a good coach. But now he's attached to the hip with another coach he wasn't bought in for. Uh, I just think they're setting a dangerous precedent here, keeping Abrams. Because, again, they're doing the giant way, the giant way, the giant way. Like, yo, it's not working. <laughs> it's not working anymore. No, it's not. It's, it, it's like, The problem is the root of the tree. It's not, it's, not, it's not that simple. But I was going to say, I, I think – 
I my my best case scenario for the Giants, they go out and they get a guy from like the Colts or something like that. The Colts yep. front office or yep. the Bills front office, just start all over again. And and even if you bring him in and he's he's attached to the hip and Joe Judge and agrees to have Joe Judge as his coach for a year and has yep. Danny and Danny Dimes and everything. Correct. At least then he can hit the reset button and he kind of push it forward if it doesn't work out. I but agree. I, I just think that's the way to go. I mean, I know every I think every Giants fan would agree with that, but Kevin Abrams is what worries me is. Are they going to give Daniel Jones the fifth-year option? I think they probably will. If they have him back next year, I'm guessing they're giving him the fifth year. Saquon already has his fifth-year option exercise. And yeah. it's kind of going to be like almost like a last dream kind of scenario with a team that, by the way, has never won. So they're running it back yeah. one more time with a team that's won a combined, like, what, nine games in two years? Uh, so they, they said they're sticking with Daniel Jones. Yeah, which so that probably means they're not going to trade for Russell Wilson, which is my dream scenario. Right. I'm, not, I'm still going to hold that hope that they yep. come to their senses. But and if Sean Payton or Mike Tomlin come free this offseason, they're not going to go after those two guys. So no. it's, it's a tough situation for them. I get it. They don't want to switch coaches again. No, I guess, and that's fine. Because I, I, I think that what I was hearing was that they didn't – they felt like they gave up on Ben McAdoo a little too early. Which That's what, that's what I was hearing. Which, looking like, back, I mean, that's not crazy that he would think that because McAdoo took us to the playoffs the first year. Yeah. He benched Eli probably at the right time. Like, Eli was washed. Like, he benched him at the right time. He probably did. I mean, I, I guess the issue was, obviously, him and Odell didn't seem like they were best friends. They were getting along Which good. Which is weird. I think Odell yeah. takes a good football under him. Yeah. I didn't yeah. really get it. And, and the yeah. offense seemed functional. But I mean, I took him for granted, too. I mean, I'm looking at his offense versus this offense now, and it, it's it's night and day. The right concepts, everything. I mean, but and we were 11-5 and five that year, too. I know. I know. And we only, we only weren't a real team, a real contender, because there was no – there was no depth on that team. You're right. Like serious depth. So that was a problem. But I thought if you gave him more time, could have worked out. He wanted Pat Mahomes. He clearly had nine for quarterbacks. Um, Imagine how, I, like, history would rewrite itself completely if they let McAdoo get Pat Mahomes. Right? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, my I mean, God. Mahomes Jackson, right now, we wouldn't, even, we wouldn't be having this conversation. And but, even, I love Saquon, but if they went for Herbert, like, if they went for, uh, I don't know, man. No, I, I agree. I, I totally agree. It, it, Herbert came tough. out last year. If Herbert had come out the year that gave Gettleman what was crazy for him and wanted him was at all his games, I mean, David Gettleman might might still have his job. But um, you know, we this would have could have should have. We we, we, can't, we can't we can't do this all show. What we yep. can do is that they're not going to go after Russell Wilson. They have two top ten picks this year in the draft. But one of them took a bad hit because the Bears won because Russell Wilson lost to the Bears. Yep. Um, screwed us. So here we are. We have. What do you think they're going to do with the top two? Those two top ten picks. Oh man. And so, how does that help the rebuild? Yeah, what do you there? What do you so, think are the needs for for the Giants? So it's crazy for me because they've been trying to rebuild this offensive line forever. Like Dave Gettleman just keeps missing and missing and missing and missing. Andrew Thomas, he's showing up this year. Andrew Thomas, I'm starting to like a lot more. Will Hernandez, just a complete swing and a miss on Will Hernandez. Uh, Kevin Zeitler, they got rid of for nothing. Like it's swing and a miss. Eric Flowers, turns out he's actually a pretty good player if they moved him to guard earlier, but whatever. He's in Washington now. He's a guard. He can't play tackle. So uh, they're going to try to address the offensive line again. Um, will they use the top five pick on it? I think so. I'm not too familiar with the offensive lineman coming out this year. Mm. I know there's a couple good ones. They say it's a deep offensive line draft. Yeah. I mean, they need to try again. I mean, they're going to get Daniel Jones and Saquon killed. Like, they're going to get those two killed. Yeah. They need to get some interior offensive line or a right tackle, like Nate Solder, you know, another Dave Gettleman. Like, what are you doing? 
Yeah, I mean the the Saquon slander is hard when you when you give him the ball and he gets hit by five yards behind the line of scrimmage because the offensive line willing and it gets mauled by someone and he gets Nate hit. Nate Solder right is a revolving door and he's been that way for like three years. And Nate Solder is hard one and them starting him or <laughs> Will Hernandez. It's great. Yo, Will Hernandez was good his first year too. I don't know what happened to that dude, man. He was good his first year. It's a coaching problem too. Like I said, I mean, I, I, I read a crazy article about the Giants and what's going on internally, and it's 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 all bad. Like it's as yeah. bad as you think it is. Like Gettleman is bullying dudes, firing scouts that wanted Nick Chubb. Joe Judge just firing all his assistants one by one by one. He's like almost fist fighting the offensive line coach last year. Now yeah. he's firing Jason Garrett. Like yo, and you know, and you know, Joe Judge is gonna fire everyone on that staff. Yep. This, this, yep. Besides Pat Graham, everyone. I, I want Pat Graham back. <laughs> I want Pat Graham back. I, I, I like Pat Graham to be head coach. I want Pat Graham. Yeah, yeah, I, mean, I like Pat Graham to be head coach. You're that's right. what I'd like. No, you're right. I, I don't I think, think Again, I, I think John Maris stuck on the fact he's not going to fire his fourth coach no. in five years. He just won't do it. Uh, I think no, he's he trying to keep face with the organization. Because Pat Sherman was a weird hired when it happened. But. Yeah, I, I'll, I'll tell you this. My two, my two top ten uh, – through the two top ten players I want them to do is, either, is defensive line and offensive line. That's right. I want them to prioritize offensive line first. Get the best offensive lineman on the board. Our pick will, could be the third pick in the draft. Yep. So you might, you might want to go D-line because it would be a really great – I mean, you might get one of those those guys. Funny, like, Dave Gettleman's first words, or we're going to get the hog mollies in here. Still have not gotten one. No, we can't no. find an edge pass for us, or we can't find an offensive lineman. And again, Andrew Thomas looks good. Uh, I've been impressed with him he this did, year. He, he hit there. He hit he there. He hit with good. him, and he hit with Aziz Ojolari. Those two guys yep. are both really good players. But, yep. and, uh, and Leonard Williams, 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 good player too. Too. Hmm? Williams has been good for us, too. Yeah, Williams has been a good player. I, although I do think eventually with a new GM, he may not be here too long. I don't think so. That's, just, that's just me. I think they'll, they may move on. Yes, sir. So at the beginning of the season, Greg was hopeful. He was talking 10 and 7. Yeah, me too. 11 and 6. Were you of that mindset? And then looking at the division, did you foresee by any chance that the Cowboys, after a game like yesterday, that they would be on top of the division? I above? It just seemed like last year the Giants were just going in the right direction. Like, they were improving in every position. You could see Jones getting better when he was healthy until he got hurt. You could see Saquon coming back this year. You had high hopes for Andrew Thomas. Tony is a stud. Like, I like that dude a lot. They spend big money on Galladay. Like, you could just see it kind of seemed like it was trending in the right direction. And opening day, I, I think it kind of blew us back how they looked against Denver. I mean, they just got destroyed by Denver opening day. And right there, we kind of got fear. And Dallas, hey, look man that's playing well this year uh the offensive line is back obviously this kid cd lamb is a stud man and it seems like they're it seems like they're in a good spot here now um obviously it helps when the division is just i mean it's an atrocious division yeah but they look like they're trending in the right direction man Uh, we'll see what happens next year i don't like mike mccarthy i don't think the players like mike mccarthy jerry jones can't keep his mouth shut like he's calling out Dak prescott last week like what do you they're not winning a super bowl He's coming out. No, they're not. No, there's no way. And that team's supposed to win Super Bowl. There's no way. They're to win Super Bowl. They're constructed to win one, and they're not going to win one. No way. That's the bottom line. They're not getting past Brady or Rodgers. There's no way. No way. Even the Rams. I don't think they beat the Rams either. They're not beating the Rams. They're not beating the Rams. I don't think they're going to get the second round. The Cowboys would be better off in the AFC. They'd have a better chance of all this. Right. Right. I don't see it. Although the Chiefs are turning it on now, finally. It looks like the Chiefs are back now. Yeah, they are. Yeah, it looks like they're, they're back. They're now. legitimately back. They're legitimately back. They, they, got, they got humming. I, I thought they were done for. Yeah. <laughs> they got it back. Got the coaching's going to hold the Cowboys back. They don't have a superstar quarterback. Dak Prescott, she's just not on that tier. I, I, and you don't need one. 
to win. You don't, no, you don't. I, I, I think we can win with Daniel Jones. I think we could, eventually down the line we could win the Super Bowl with Daniel Jones. I believe. I, I do believe that still. I think but so I'm not. You, but I'm not stupid. I'm, I still want Russell Wilson. I, I still. I still where my head's at. I, I'd still like to get him. I, although I don't know if you guys if people want to give up. Russell or, Wilson's interesting because he looked like he took a huge step back this year. And when you yeah. have a quarterback, he's probably what? Is he 33, 34 years old now? He had a pin put in his hand, and everything changed though. Yeah, was, yeah, was the, yeah, he, he came back early. Injury. He came back early. He came back early from the injury. Yes, why? And I. I still take my chances, man. I, I mean, Russell Wilson, a depleted Russell Wilson, is still phenomenal. I mean, we, we, right. what are we talking about? I right. mean, the guy, the guys, the guys, effortlessly good. So I, right. I don't, I don't, I don't have a problem if they go that route. I don't think they're going to go that route. I think they're going to try to run it back, and they're going to spend yep. those two top ten picks with the new GM. Hopefully, yep. not Kevin Abrams. Oh my god! And they're going to go all line, D, D line, and they're going to build from there. And they're going to run it back next year with, with renewed optimi- optimism. I don't really know that. Like, if the whole line is functional, the offense should be fine. Daniel Jones can, yeah, he, can be very good with the good. We've seen it before. It's they have like too many good team. weapons, man. They have too many good weapons to look that bad. I, I, my, the chemistry with uh, uh, Kenny Galladay concerns yep. me. I, and I, shout I, out to Mike Glennon. He's made Daniel Jones look like a Hall of Famer. The way that dude, <laughs> Mike Glennon, has looked. Yeah. Oh, my God, man. Uh, the he, offense is bad. Yo, he's brutal. The bro. offense is bad. I feel, I feel bad for Mike Glennon same time because he, he, he sucks to begin with you put him in a bad offense yep. you know coaching is so much more important in this sport than any other sport if your offense yeah. is bad your guys are gonna look bad he's ass I'm not, i mean he's not good nope. i'm not gonna lie okay freddie but, kitchens ain't looking too good either man <laughs> for mike glennon and freddie kitchens man see, freddie kitchens isn't, isn't keeping his job they're, they're, they're gonna get a new offensive coordinator yeah. I t- like i said he's gonna fire everybody on his staff yeah. no one's staying and I, I think they all know that they're all lame ducks he's desperate so now you mentioned earlier before the show started you felt, Chris, that Danny Dimes, if put in the same situation as Dak, yep. would do just as good, if not better. Yes. Mm. So Could you explain that to our listeners? Yeah, so, okay. First of all, the offensive line Dallas has, it is elite. It's still elite. I know they've had guys in and out. Lyle Collins is a stud. Ty Smith is a stud. Give him two running backs. I mean, that one-two punch of running back with Pollard and Zeke Elliott keeps him honest. Danny Dimes is faster than Dak Prescott. Has the ability to scramble more. Look at those weapons that they have. Like, look at those weapons Dallas has right there, man. Like, give Danny Dimes help. And again, like, the wins lost, it's tough to defend it. But you look at, like, games that Danny's lost. Like, look at that Evan Ingram game, obviously, last year against Philadelphia. Look at the Washington game this year. Look at the Atlanta game this year. Like, he's been in position to win a lot of times and just has not had the help to do it. Again, it gets tough defending him with a win-loss record. It gets tough. His stats have not been great the past two years. But he just does not have help, man. He has no one to block for him. Specifically, like we were talking about before, Hernandez and Nate Solder. It gets really tough for him. And again, he's always banged up. Saquon has not been there for him again because Saquon's been banged up. Uh, I feel like if you give him support, he's going to be great. I think concerning the Giants, you mentioned it, Danny Don coming back, Saquon coming back. With how Saquon has been not healthy and hasn't been available, your best availability is you being there. Do y'all consider, you if you're the GM, they hired you to be the the Giants. Do you put Saquon on the trade block? See what you oh, get. I don't think his value would be too great. I think that's the issue with him. Because even when Saquon's healthy, he's one of the he's a home run hitter, man. Like he'll give you five runs in a row. He's getting negative two, negative two, negative one, 
one, two, then he'll give you an eighty-yard run. Like that—that that is tough on a team like this that can't score too much. Because again, another defensive Danny Dimes here. A lot of the times, specifically, I mean, it's more the offensive line than Saquon Barkley. But the amount of second and twelves, third and nines, like he's not one of the backs that is always getting yards. Again, he hits home runs. He's probably the best home run hitter in the NFL, in my opinion. Like when he finds that hole, he's gone, man. But like the negative two yard runs, the negative one yard runs, uh, I don't know how much value he would have. I mean, put him in New England. I think he'd be a star running back. Put him in a system like that, where it's like a dink and dunk system. You're going to get him a lot of passes. He has a great offensive line. Um, but for me, for a first round pick, I would consider it. I don't think you're getting that for Saquon. Now you mentioned he's a home run hitter, which everybody could agree with. Yeah. Do you think that you add on a second running back that, is built to get the three, four yards every play to help See, him I, out one-two punch. I would. I mean, I always like the Brandon Jacobs and Mod Bradshaw combination. Like, that was deadly right there with those two. The way those two work together, even with Derek Ward one or two years, um, they have had some decent running backs. Last year, they had a couple good ones while Saquon was gone. I know Freeman played well for us last year. I know I, I forget we had another kid that played very well for us. I would do it. Booker has been pretty good this year. I definitely would do it. I think they have so much they need to address this offseason. Um, but I would definitely pick up another running back for him. But he just needs to stay healthy, man. I don't know what it is because he's a good leader, man. Great dude. Everybody loves the guy. Like, he's fast, hits home runs. He just needs to stay healthy, man. I don't know what it is, but he just cannot stay healthy. Hey, Greg, he might have to switch to that plant-based lifestyle. Yeah. <laughs> he might. <laughs> might. I might, might help him play, um, play more games and stay more healthy, bro. I don't know. It's been it's been hard. Like, I, I love Saquon. I love yeah. Saquon. But the, the injuries have been tough to, to watch. And his first three first two years in the league were electric. You know, he he was getting 2,000 yards from scrimmage in his sleep. Okay. 2,000 all-purposes were here. All-purpose. It was, it was just yep. easy. And, and yep. so – I hope he can have a healthy season next year. And, yeah. I, and I almost don't want them running him out there this year. I don't yep. want them to run him out there these next few games and get him hurt behind that terrible offensive line. There's no holes to run through. It's, it's Do with him what they're doing with Danny Dimes. Rest him. Literally the same Boy. thing. Just preserve him. I don't see the point. That guy is your franchise. You've decided that's what the case is. And honestly, if he doesn't have any trade value for the new GM, if, if the new GM wants to trade him, nope. you got to make, make sure he's healthy. Because there will be suitors out there for us. Guys, you can just see him going to a team like New England, just being a star there. I mean, you don't want you don't want to see that happen. No. If you're a Giants, I mean, you want you want him to be a star here, but um, I, I can see a world where he does eventually get traded. He's you know, one of those players that scares you. If you release him, you know he's going to be a star. No, you know he's going to be good somewhere else. You know he's I, yeah, yeah. I kind of have to worry about Daniel Jones the entire time too. I feel like if they let him go, he would right. go somewhere else and be really, really good. It would work out. Even to a certain I, Mac degree. Jones can be good in this league. I think Daniel Jones can be really good in this yeah. league. I'm sorry. I just, I just, I just don't. I agree. You can't convince me otherwise. And I'm curious to see what Evan Ingram looks like with another team, too, because he's gone this year, too. I feel like if he ever gets those hands going, man, he's going to be a good player. Yeah. yeah. He can't he, he Probably, can't Yeah, the teams, they haven't used him the right way for years. They don't use him on those seam routes enough. They, look, they have him running crossing routes and slants and all this stuff. Like, he's a wide – like, it's, it's just – no, he's, he's a, he's a seam guy. And I love him. Ingram, but, man, those Evan Ingram drops are – his drops are killer. And they're killer, single. yeah. They're really bad. Every single time, man. He is just a killer with those things, man. No, he's, he's, it's been horrible. I, I can see them moving on from him, too. Yep. Looking at – before we transition to talk about what's going on with these Knicks – Looking at the landscape of the NFL, who do we see coming out NFC to get into the Super Bowl? Man, it, it, it's tough at this point to pick Rodgers to get to the Super Bowl. You know, he's been to five straight NFC championship games and lost five in a row. Like, it, it's tough to see them getting over the hump at this point, man. It, it's tough to bet against Brady. 
the way he's been looking. Um, the Rams, I, I don't know if I trust Matthew Stafford too much. If I had to pick, I'd say I like Tampa Bay back, man. Tom Brady and Antonio Brown, like the chemistry those two have, man. I don't know if you saw what Antonio Brown did yesterday. I mean, he just destroyed him, like single-handedly won them that game. Like if they get Mike Evans back, Leonard Fournette, Gronk, they're going to be tough to beat, man. Greg, I know Packers. you've seen a double A-Rod. Yeah, Packers. I think Packers going to win it all. I, 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 I think the most complete team in, the, in that entire in the entire conference in the entire league. I think they're the most I think so too. So I, I yeah, I, I I trust Aaron Rodgers. I trust Aaron Rodgers. I, and I think head to head with the pack the 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 Bucks, they'd win, they'd win. For me, I don't know if it's four or five, but they've been to four or five straight NFC championship games. They just get washed every single They do get time. washed. Yeah, I think they're better. I think they're better this year. And I, I also think yeah, that Devontae Adams is uncoverable. Yeah, well. no, I agree. No, him and Aaron Rodgers, look, it's a great one-two punch. But, I mean, like, they just find ways to lose them, man. Going back to Seattle, they lost the onside kick. They got destroyed by Atlanta. They got destroyed by San Francisco. Mm-hmm. They lost that heartbreaker to Tampa, where they really, I mean, they were losing pretty bad. They kind of came back in garbage time, actually gave themselves a chance to tie it up. But, I mean, they just they don't show up in those NFC championship games. I mean, it seems like it's every single year now they're in and they lose. Yeah, this is that year. I think he's going to win MVP and win, win the M- regular season MVP and win Super Bowl. I think that's what's going to happen there. But my my team I want to win the whole thing is the Rams. I, I want the Rams yeah. to win. I want yeah. Odell to get a ring. I think Odell's – I think he's, he's been good, too. Happy, happy there. Yep. He showed up. Now he's showing up this year. Yeah, he got a great – he, he looks good. You're right. He looks good there. AFC. Oh, man. Are we believers of the Chiefs being back? Yeah, I think so. Dude, they look good, man. The past couple weeks, they have looked really, really good. Uh, two weeks ago, I thought New England was going to take it. Playoffs going through Foxborough. They have not looked good the past two weeks. I, I think Kansas City's in. Mahomes looks like he's finally back. I mean, like, teams were just putting two safeties 40 yards back. For some reason, he just could not adjust for about five to six weeks. It looks like he's finally adjusted to that defense. I, I think they're going to be back there this year. Yeah, I don't think anyone, anyone in the division, anyone in that, in the entire AFC, I don't think anyone's strong enough to compete with that Chiefs team right now, full strength the way they got it going. I don't like I think so they get out. I just don't see it. Like, look, the Ravens aren't whole. The Ravens may not even get in, and like, the Chargers are still the Chargers. They lost to the, they lost to the Texans. That's what they yep. do. That's 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 the Chargers. That's actually what forty one points to Houston yesterday. What? Yeah, forty one <laughs> to Davis Mills. Oh my God. Like, <laughs> come on! I, I no, I, I think the, the Chiefs are have have it on. I think the Chiefs have the AFC on lock, and I agree. They'll, they'll they'll get right to the championship and face off with the Packers or whoever comes out. Tampa Bay, Greg's worst nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> Greg's worst nightmare. <laughs> yeah, really. No, seriously, I, I don't want that to happen at all. <laughs> not getting Brady Belichick. That would be your worst nightmare right there. Yeah, that would be Brady so Belichick Super Bowl. <laughs> I'm not sure I can watch it. I gotta watch oh, Mac Jones oh, in the Super Bowl. You wouldn't even turn that on, man. I'm not turning no, I, don't, I don't think I would, honestly. I have no desire to turn that on at all. <laughs> the oh, media man. coverage for that for two weeks, bro. Oh, my God. So annoying. Oh, my God. Have you watched the uh, TB12 series or no? No way. You that know I haven't watched it. Although I, I, am, I have – I, I, I kind of do want to watch it. I haven't watched it. Those two giant episodes are good. Where did they talk about the loss? Yeah, no, the loss. So every single – so it's ten episodes. Each is based on a year they went to the Super Bowl. Including okay. the last year with Tampa Bay. Okay, I like and that. My fiance and her family are like diehard Pats fans, so like we were watching it there the other night. It's crazy. It's but crazy, yeah, they're right. It's good. It's, it's, crazy what, it's crazy what love will make you do, right? Correct. Correct. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you, those two giant episodes. though, you like those? It's good. I, I, I I'm gonna watch those. Yeah, I like no. to hear him talk about the just how defeated he was. The losses coming in. <laughs> It'd be nice. 
Greg is consistent with his Tom Brady uh, dislike towards. Oh, him. I know, man. He sounds like me with LeBron. I'm <laughs> not like you with LeBron at the same. Greg's opinion doesn't change. Like Brady has like been the ten Super Bowls, one seven. His opinion won't change, man. He's, I used to be the quarterback of all time. I, I said yeah, that. Yeah, I think I so too. That. I said that after you after you won the last one. <laughs> the goat. Well, who do you think the uh, Who do you think is the NBA goat? By the way, Antonio. Oh, I got to put it on Bron's head. You still going Bron? Oh, I got to put it with Bron. All right, I feel you. I feel you. Yeah, whatever. You don't feel like <laughs> nah, All right, so here's the argument me and Greg have been having for years. First of all, he calls me a LeBron hater. I say LeBron is clearly the second best player ever. Like, no, no even debate. So I'm not a hater. I say he's clearly, like, you can't even debate anybody else. Maybe Kareem, if you have, like, a PhD, maybe you can, like, find some kind of argument for Kareem. But <laughs> LeBron's number two. Like, I have no issue with that. So Greg tells me all the time, like, all right, you've never seen MJ play. True. I've never seen MJ play. So we go by winning. All right, who, who has more wins? MJ, six rings, six finals MVPs. Who has more MVPs? Michael Jordan. Who's been on the all-defensive team more times? Michael Jordan. So you go these arguments, you look these ways. Now, statistics. LeBron's going to compile many more stats than Michael Jordan because he's going to play a lot longer. Michael Jordan played 10 years in his prime. That's it. He had 10 years. The Wizards years do not count. You cannot count the Wizards year. Look at this. He put, the stats he put together in that 10-year period. That's never been... That has never been my, my, my sole argument about LeBron, by the way. LeBron, my argument with him is that it's just the eye test. Just, you, that's the thing. It's just the eye test. Like, I've always – that's been my sole main – the stats helped me out. I mean, God, LeBron's going to – he's going to be leading scorer of all time. Yes. In, in yes. the next couple of years, he'll yes. do that. And he's still going strong. But, like, he – his impact on the court is greater than anybody, anybody in NBA history. His impact that he has in the game is greater than any other player that's ever yeah. played the game. Your eye test him. argument gets flimsy here. Because I know you're going to say the same thing when we talk about R.J. Barrett five minutes i know you're gonna say the same exact thing with the watch other. the game my advice people is watch the games watch okay. the games i have I yo i have a guy on the show chris i have a guy we have a guy on the show I, yeah I, we were in the group chat and we we're talking i said yo demar Derozan deserves has has a better mvp case than steph curry in my opinion i said that dude dude lost his he lost it miles lost it miles lost it as if what i said was crazy yo bro look at demar play the, the bulls okay. are, the bulls are what the bulls are because of they're him. good i, I will say they they have a lot of all-stars on that team, though. Yeah, I don't think Joe's an all-star. Nikola Vucevic is an all-star. Not this year. Not this year, but, he, I mean, he has Vucevic. Yeah, Look, yeah, DeMar's yeah. good. I'm not knocking DeMar. He, he's a good player. Lonzo Ball great. has gotten his way. Lonzo Ball has been good this year. L- Lonzo Ball has been, he's been very good. And, and he's, he's, turning, he's turning into a good player. Russo's been very good, too. Yes. The two brothers are looking very good. The third one, I don't, I don't even know what happened to him. But the two brothers are looking very, very good. So that's a win for you on that thing. Those two look very good. Oh, yeah, because, yo, Tom, we were in the group chat. And in our group chat, one of the guys one of the guys said um, that if LaMelo Ball, when, we, when he was in high school, they were like, if he was in high school, if LaMelo Ball stayed in high school, the, the traditional route, he wouldn't be a McDonald's All-American. And I told him he was on drugs. No, he's a real deal. Lamelo. I told him he was on drugs. He's gonna be a star. He, he's the real deal. He's the senior expiry. He averaged a triple double. He's like how old? He's like nineteen years old. He's averaging twenty points. No, he's a superstar. It's good. He's, he's a real deal. It's a shame he couldn't go to the Knicks. And Lonzo's very good too. I'm surprised he's developed very good. I told you that would happen too. Who knew? Young players get better in the NBA. Who knew that, right? All right. Young players get better. <laughs> yeah. Who knew? All right. So anyway, so transitioning to R.J. Barrett here. Go ahead. <laughs> So, uh, let me tell you. So, so, first of all, the kid is 20 years old. Last okay. year was clearly the second best player on the Knicks. No argument? No I argument. Mean, I don't know. Argument I don't know. Averaged 18 points a game. Mm-hmm. Significantly improved from year one. 
Average three rebounds, four assists a game, or four rebounds, three assists a game. Mm-hmm. Led the team to a number two, or was the second best player on a team that was a number four seed in the East. Had 42 wins in a 72-game season. Mm-hmm. And is 21 years old. So the standard you are holding this kid to is if I'm talking about him being like a first ballot Hall of Famer. I think the kid has a chance to be an all-star. I think he's going to develop. I think he's 21. He clearly improved under Thibodeau last year. He has not been good this year, but again, he, he's been hurt. He's only played, I think, like 15 games. He's had two games, which he's dropped over 35. One game, which he's dropped 40 points. Again, Greg's first argument is that, oh, look who he played when he dropped over 40. All right, whatever. So he dropped 35 two weeks ago. I didn't hear from Greg. I think Greg's phone must have, like, shut down or whatever. I don't think he responded to me after that. But uh, this kid, who's 21 years old, took a huge leap from year one to year two. You would agree? Yeah, I would agree with that. I'll state my case. It's very simple after you're done. Go ahead. All right. He's durable. He did not miss one game last season. Mm-hmm. I'm like his buddy Zion, who came in looking like a, like a fucking sumo wrestler this year, like 350 pounds. I can't even get off the court. <laughs> so, like, we got RJ's durable, plays every single game, plays defense, mm-hmm. coachable. Mm-hmm. Seems like a good team leader. Like, the guys love him. He's mm-hmm. 21. His stats are there. He's made a jump. And now you're going to tell me about the eye test. Go ahead. I'm gonna tell you, he just he just but you don't a, think he he's be- not he doesn't he has not justified being a top three pick in the draft, especially when Darius Garland is playing like an all star right now. And okay, Darius so- Garland's a franchise point guard, and you and he's right behind him. And I told you guys to take Darius Garland, and I told I said the Knicks should take him, and you guys didn't take him. And now you guys have a point, and now you guys don't have a point guard, so it's just it's just criminal. Is that so simple? I, I think my case. I think Zion's gonna be better than RJ. But has Zion? If you're talking about justifying the pick, has Zion justified the number one overall pick yet? No, he has. When he's been on the when he's been on the court, yes. He's been on the court, like he's been on the court. When he's been on the court, when he's been on the court, he's a 25 point a game, seven on 70 percent shooting guy. That's who he is. He's crazy. He's played like 45 games his entire career. I understand that. So if you want to have an argument there, you can have an argument there. But I, guess what? I'm pretty sure the Pelicans, if they could redo it, wouldn't pick RJ Barrett number one. Okay, okay. So pick John Ryan or Darius Garland. Okay, so Greg, you sent me this like long, like Bible-sized list of young players you would take over RJ Barrett. You, you sent me like twenty-five pages of players. All right, one of the players you said was Tyrese Halliburton. I he's better, he is better than RJ Barrett. Tyrese Halliburton is better than RJ Barrett. Look at his he numbers. Is. Look at his numbers. Look at the wins he's led his team to. Look, I, I like Tyrese Halliburton. I think he's going to be a good player. Again, I do think he can be better than RJ Barrett, but the stats don't say it. The Yo. wins don't. Yo, Tyrese Halliburton is so good. good the, Kings I like trade, the Kings are going to trade De'Aaron Fox because he's that good. Because they, they're not going to, they don't have to pay him. They, get, they don't have to pay Tyrese. He's a cheaper option to play point guard at just as high of a level as De'Aaron Fox is playing it. They're going to trade him. That's I how like, good Tyrese has been. I like De'Aaron Fox. Great. This is my right. argument for Tom with Greg. Yeah. Miles is on the show and Miles is a Knicks fan. And Miles says the same, literally the same thing as you said. He's yeah. like 21. He's had a leap. Yeah, he says the exact same thing. He does it. Yeah. Greg mentions Tyrese Halliburton and mentions all the other all the other players. But if you look at how, for example, we'll stay with Tyrese Halliburton. Yeah. He is built on a team where they are focused on making sure he excels. Yeah. You have a team like the Knicks with Julius Randle who will dribble the ball. Dominates the ball. Seconds. 20 seconds here. 20 seconds of shot clock. <laughs> Never gives it up. Yeah. I agree. I agree with that. How I've, can I've RJ said that too. Fully grow. Yeah. I said that. How I, can I, RJ my, fully grow on that team? 
I agree. Well, okay, for me. So Tom Thibodeau, he does develop young players pretty good. Like he has always had a knack for that. And RJ Barrett, by the way, low key has become a good defender. Like he was not good his rookie year. His defense has stepped up an entire notch. My problem with RJ Barrett is is just like he doesn't create for himself with the dribble and he doesn't create for others like that. Like it's just not his game. You need to work on his speed. I think his development. He tried to put on weight this offseason. I do not think that was a good idea. He has slowed down. He was already slow as a guard. He has slowed down another notch. Um, he has not. Obviously, it hasn't helped him stay healthy because last year he did not miss one game. This year he has not. Look, my thing is I, I think the chemistry with them right now is off. Like the Knicks' chemistry this year with new pieces has been off. Kemba Walker's back. He does look better now. R.J. Barrett's been out. I think he's been out two weeks. I think he can be a guy that averages 21 to 22 points is one of those players that is in the conversation to be an all-star every single year. And again, I just think the standard you are holding him to because last year, again, second best player, clearly on the number four seed in the East, averaging 18, taking a huge leap from year one to year two, playing defense. Like he looks like he played well in Thibodeau's system and you just say nothing. You perennial all-star, you laugh at. I just think if teams, first of all, I think if teams, let's just, Let's just do this, all right? We're gonna, we're gonna do hypothetical because obviously, I already to, I already told you I tell people all the time I do what I don't think RJ's good at based off what I've watched him do, and yeah. he's not good at he's not a good ball handler. He's not sure. good at creating his own shot, and he's not good at creating shots for others. Yeah. Those are three things. And the NBA is that's and he also I don't think he can I don't know how well he played out of a pick and roll situation because he doesn't get to do it. He doesn't get to do that, so I can't yeah. judge him just on that yet because Julius Randle dribbles the air off the ball. But oh if they traded Julius Randle away. And yeah. teams get the game plan for RJ Barrett as a number one option every single I night. He's not I, don't think, I don't think this man, he's not a number one. He's, not, he's a number not a number one. And as a top three pick, I'm sorry for me, I like my top three pick to be a number one option. You know, like Darius Garland in Cleveland. Is Darius Garland better than him? Are you Darius Garland is better. Darius Garland okay. looks really good. I mean, they're trading Colin Sexton because Garland's good. Garland's good. But I'm going back to the same argument, though. I mean, you talk about justifying the pick. Again, I would assume Darius. You guys need a point guard. They haven't had a point guard my entire life. And no, you guys correct me. You guys Darius Garland. Correct me if I'm wrong. Darius Garland played more years in college. I think he's significantly. I think no, he's, he's, no, he did not. He played one he, year in Vanderbilt. He's the same age as him. Yeah, he played one year he's in Vanderbilt. Look, Darius Garland's good. I'm not going to argue that R.J. Barrett's better. But my argument has always been with R.J. Barrett. He is going to be a borderline all-star. He's going to get to the point. He's going to continue to develop. He's going to get to the point where he's a legitimate number two option, and he's a borderline all-star every single year. Like, the leap he made from year one to year two, I thought he was going to make it again this year. He has not yet. I can't argue that. He has not made that this year. I think once he's healthy, I mean, he dropped 42 points once. He dropped over 35 points once. He's still averaging 15 points a game, even though he's played, I think, 12 games and has not played well in some of them, left too early. I think if he makes another leap this year, I think you're tuned going to change i like i like that he shoots the ball that well he shoots the ball very well he shoots the ball well um and he when he gets hot he can get hot like he can get a hot hand he rebounds better this year or he was rebounding better this year he's not that he can't pass he's developing i think he's going to develop into a better passer obviously like you guys say like when julius randall has the ball man it is just 20 seconds of just dribbling the ball around like that's why he has difficulty playing with kemba walker that's why him and derrick rose never play on the court together that's why he had difficulty in new orleans man he just holds that ball like he just dribbles the air out of that ball Doing. Speaking of, what's your thoughts on the Knicks this season, who are looking like a playing team? I think – you tell me what you think about this. Yeah. And Tibbs is – y'all need to get Tibbs up out of there. We've seen this every time with Tibbs' career. He has that first year 
Yeah. The team looks great. Oh my God, Tibbs, he came and changed the culture. And then the next two, three years, they go straight downhill and Tibbs starts running the players down to the ground. So, I think Tibbs needs to get Tibbs out of here. So the next 10 games for the Knicks, they probably have the easiest schedule in basketball the next 10 games. They don't play one team above 500. So they've had a tough schedule to begin the year. I'm curious to see what they look like these next 10 games. Now, I guess the thing about Dibs, obviously his players usually love him, unless you're Carl Anthony Towns or Anthony Wiggins. His players usually do not complain about him. Derrick Rose loves him. Taj Gibson loves him. Joakim Noah loves him. I think he will start to wear on the team. I think for a team like the Knicks, who obviously the ceiling is not a championship. The ceiling is maybe if you get a good draw the second round. I think he can survive there. I think eventually probably three, four years, if they add more players, I think you can get to the point where you're frustrated with him because he will not be able to lead them to the next level. But I mean, look everywhere the guy goes, Chicago, like playoffs every single year, conference finals twice. He goes to Minnesota. The only time they've made the playoffs in the 2000s was the year Thibodeau was there. Like other than the Garnett years, that, I think that was the only year they made the playoffs, I think the past 15 years. Comes to the Knicks, make the playoffs three times with Melo, haven't made it since playoffs first year. The guy will get you to the playoffs. Uh, I guess the issue with him is taking them to the next level. Uh, I think he has more years there. I think eventually he will get to the point where you're frustrated with him and we won't be able to get past the conference finals, won't be able to get past the second round, and he will go. But I do like him as a fit here for now. Because again, My I mean, two, Knicks, for uh, now. Yeah, I think he, I think, and until the Knicks make the big splash move for a superstar, Correct. well, whatever that is, Correct. he's safe. When they get and, that superstar, he's gone. Correct. And it was interesting, like Kemba, even though he benched Kemba, like Kemba still didn't really trash him too much. Uh, I think Kemba understood that him and Julius dynamic was not working. And since Kemba's come back, he's played very well. So, I mean, maybe Thibs made the right move there, benching him, reinserting him. He looks a lot better now. But again, it is I tough. Would, with this season, yeah, I could turn it around at any point. You said the next 10 games is the easiest schedule in the league. Yep. Y'all need to win as many of those games as Need possible. To Need to win. How it's currently constructed, y'all might be a playing team. It's tough because it just, man, it, it is so tough because, again, Julius Randle was really good last year, man, but it is so tough to play as a second star with him on the floor. Like, he just dribbles. He has, like, an Allen Iverson type of playing, except he's not as good as Allen Iverson. Like, Allen Iverson used to always say, like, he's just dribbling the ball for 22 seconds, not passing it, because he always just tells Stephen A. Smith, like, all right, here's what's going to happen. I'm going to dribble it for 10 seconds, pass it to someone else. They're giving it back to me anyway. So, like, I need to shoot. Julius Randle has that same mentality, except he can't score like Allen Iverson can, obviously. So, it's very difficult, because him and Derrick Rose cannot play on the floor together. Him and Kemba Walker had a lot of difficulties playing on the floor together, because Kemba has a very similar style to Julius. Like, they both love having that ball in their hands. So it makes it very, very difficult. And obviously, Julius Randle's first year here, when he did not have the ball, he was not effective. He was terrible his first year here. So I think it's going to be a struggle to mesh someone with Julius Randle. Yeah, right now, the Knicks is 15 and 18 on the outside looking in. Yep, yep. They still are behind Toronto, Atlanta, Boston, Charlotte, and Washington. Yeah. No, it, um, like we really, are they better than any of those teams? What's up? Are they better than any of those teams you just named? Uh, so Atlanta has not looked good. I think Atlanta will find their groove. Um, I think there's who read, read me the top 10 again. I think there's a couple so, of top. I was thinking we're gonna fall out. Go ahead. So we got number one seed, of course, is Brooklyn. You already Chicago know, yeah. the number two seed, you, of course, Greg smiles. <laughs> you got the Bucks three, Miami yeah. four. Cleveland, a five seed, Philly, the six seed. Now, for the play-in teams, you got Washington, 
Charlotte, Boston, Atlanta. Toronto is a uh, half a game above you yeah, then it's the Knicks. Yeah. So I think there's a couple teams that could fall out. I think Charlotte is, uh, I, I don't think they'll make it. I think Charlotte could fall out. Washington, I think Washington can fall out. And um, it, it's tough with Atlanta because Trey Young has not been healthy this year. He's not looked great. Um, and they have not played well at all this year for some reason. I don't know why. I think the Knicks get in the playoff spot. I think they get in the playing game. Charlotte? And, you tell you, what are you, high on Charlotte? Yeah, yeah, I'm sure. I got, they got a little ball. They got a chance. They're young. They got My, and Miles Bridges is most improved. Miles Bridges is good. They're a young team, though. I, I think that they made it last year. They have something to build off of. I think they're going to stay in there. And Washington, I think, will fall out. I think Washington's going to fall out and then Beal's going to leave. I think so, too. Yeah, I think Beal might get traded at a deadline. I, if they were smart, they should do that. They should do that. If, they, if they're smart, they should trade him. And trade him, to, trade him to L.A. We'll play with Brian. Yeah. We'll give you AD. Well, you already – I don't know if you That's know a mess over there in L.A. Oh my give him AD. That's a mess it's in LA. There's already complaints going on with the Washington locker room. How they say basically the offense don't work well with Bill. So they do play better without him. I peep that. What do you think? Happy. He's what do you think about the Lakers? What do y'all think about the Lakers? Oh boy. <laughs> Did they find it or not? <laughs> uh, they got trade Russ. That's my opinion. I know yeah, Tony yeah. got some very specific opinions about Anthony Davis and his performance. And he's never yeah. been an Anthony Davis fan, but. Anthony Davis, I, I'm open to trading Anthony Davis. I'm actually open to yeah. it. I, I, we've talked about it on the show. I'm open to it. If he's if you if he has if he doesn't have a no trade clause, but I think I don't you gotta feel bad for Russ at this point, right? Like nobody wants this dude anymore, man. Yeah, like, and that's the thing. I, I would. That far, man. That's what I'm saying. Maybe I package those two guys together, so I can, just so I can get Russ out of there. Did you hear what Dan Van Gundy said on Twitter yesterday? Yeah, just because you get triple Getting triple doubles. I have been saying player. that for years. I know. I know. I've been saying that for years. See, for I years. think he was good as a solo act with OKC because I mean he had the ability to get them to the playoffs every single year. He was able to dominate the ball, able to kind of play off it. All the teammates were willing to just let him do what he does, man. Well, yeah. He he devalued he devalued what a triple double is. He devalued he devalued it. It's not nope. that big of a deal, and not because he's done it so often. It's just cool. Yes, it's cool. It's hard to do. Yes, it takes a lot of stamina. You got a lot of energy. Got you yep. get it. But that doesn't mean you played a great game. He yep. went four for 20 from the field. He had a bunch of turnovers. Just because you should get the triple-double doesn't mean anything. It doesn't mean anything. It really doesn't. It was a weird experiment to begin with, like bringing in Carmelo, bringing in Dwight Howard, bringing in like Russell Westbrook, LeBron, Anthony Davis, uh, the Marcus Saul. I don't even know if he's still there. I think they released him at the beginning of the year. Like it, it sounded weird when they did it, but LeBron usually makes experiments like that work. He, I mean, he, he has no power over Russ, man. Like Russell Westbrook, again, like good player. I like Russ a lot, but damn, man. Like he's just getting tossed from team to team to team now. Like KD doesn't want him. James Harden doesn't want him. There's rumblings LeBron doesn't want him. Like damn, man, he... Why would anyone want him? No, Why would anyone want a point guard that man. doesn't take that 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 can't make a mid-range jump shot, right. right? That turns the ball over at an insane clip. It is it okay. is ridiculous how much he turns the okay. ball over, and they're bad turnovers. Like they're turnovers that start transition buckets for the team. Yep. That's how bad they are. Yep. And then on top of that, you got this guy out here lazy. His, yo, de- his defense is horrible. Horrible. Progressed he, he, like to an insane level defensively. His off-ball defense is crazy. He doesn't pay attention to anybody. He's just he's just not a he's not a winning player. I've been saying it for years. He's in. I told people when he ages, he's in to age badly. It's not right. They're gonna teams aren't gonna want him. You're gonna have a forty million dollar cap hit. I didn't I didn't love the fact that the Lakers went after him, but I'm thinking, hey, LeBron, we'll make it work. LeBron he makes everything now. work. You know what I mean? Like I'll break it down. I'll break it down. Being that I'm a Lakers fan, we yeah. We, I'll, I'll break it down. AD is the problem this year. 
AD has played terrible. I trade AD if I could. Yeah. Russ, we the thing is with Russ, I have no problem with Russ. Why? Because we knew what Russ was coming into this. Yeah. Russ never been any other player than this. What did we expect? We thought Russ was going. You can't teach an old dog new tricks. Wait. What did we expect? Russ is going to come in and Don't. shoot a 38% clip from the three-point. I don't really agree with that. I, I, don't I thought he would defer more to LeBron. I, I'm very surprised. He's not deferring to LeBron as much as I thought I don't, he would. I don't even think that's the problem. I think the guy, Russ, was a, 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 a really good mid-range jump shooter at one point in his career. It's gone. He doesn't know how to shoot. The, he doesn't even take that shot anymore. He goes straight to the post every time you've been watching. He goes straight to the post every time, tries to bury the guy he's guarding, and he gets blocked with help by, by a help defender, or he tries to kick it out to nobody and throws a, throws a stupid turnover. That's not what I expected. That's not what I signed up for. Tone, you, you, don't, you, you agree what? His the mid-range shot's I, gone. If he's hitting mid-rangers, you're fine. I agree to the point that he was a mid-range shooter. He had that little pull-up at the top of the key, but I didn't expect him to help bring this to a championship. I expected the I expected the five, six turnovers a game. One thing that has been like it seems it's regressing Defense. his athleticism. This man yeah. misses about seven layups a game now. He Christmas Day, rim stuffed, he makes that. We're talking about all right, maybe the Lakers beat the Nets. And alluding to also the defense. The team as a whole, the defense sucks. The defense yeah. is abysmal. And that's what it has been their calling card when they've been actually successful. It has been abysmal. It has sucked. Patty Mills, everybody named grandmother knows. <laughs> Patty Mills is a knockdown shooter. He has been outside of KD, because I don't want Greg to kill me. Outside of KD, Patty Mills has been the most consistent, most valuable player for the Brooklyn Nets. He has not missed one game. Oh. The man is knocking down five, six, three-pointers a game consistent why was patty mills open four or five times in the fourth quarter while they're trying to come back right. and of course of mm-hmm. course mm-hmm. patty mills knocks them down this has been patty mills his whole career but specifically this season from game one patty mills had like eight or nine threes to start off the season the the, the defense sucks russ fell asleep mad times like bro we don't need you to come help off of patty mills and the thing about Russ too, man, like every player, like he makes nobody better, man. Look at players once they leave him. Like I'm not saying the OKC Harden leaving was because of Russ, but Harden leaves becomes a star. Victor Oladipo leaves Russ becomes a star. Like James Harden again the second time, much better when Russ is gone. Like it, it's just thing he doesn't make anybody better. Like nobody really develops next to Russell Westbrook. It's, it's about him. You can be also tri- his coaching staff too. Frank got to go. Yeah. Frank wrote- Oh, yeah. those substitutions is terrible. Yeah. And the team, team, we'll put it in the in the totality of this. The construction of the team is terrible. I was going to say, I don't like what Rob Palenka did either, man. It, it was a weird experiment to start with. Again, like Greg said, usually LeBron is like the fix-all. You could do that kind of thing with LeBron, but it, it was weird, man. Yo, not, I, not, I, at this point, not at this point with LeBron being in a couple of days, 37. Yeah, LeBron exactly. the best player on this team every single night. Yep. This was LeBron probably, we talked about five, six years ago, this would work. But LeBron right now has to be the best player every single night. And right. these players are built to play with LeBron. What I alluded to earlier, THT, for his good, for his sake, and for the Lakers' sake, he needs to go. 
Yeah. He can't flourish how he wants. He's best with the ball in his hand, creating off of that. He's not a shooter. He can't shoot. No. This is why I've said from day one, they should have kept Caruso and let THT walk. Caruso was a perfect fit for Brown. Good fit. Was a good fit. Plays or defense. Trade THT when you had a chance. Just trade him. Plays defense and knocks down open shots. You should have kept Caruso, THT for his sake and the Lakers' sake. THT got to go. He's not. He's not a right fit for Brown. Can you go so right now? If you can go for one of those salaries, you try because I think Cleveland's probably gonna part ways with Kevin Love. Would you try to bring him in there, get one of the other players, or what? Do you think he can still fit? Do you think he has any? Because he can still shoot. He can't do much else these days, but he can still shoot a little bit. I mean, I guess it would be a nice fit. The, the issue with the Lakers is they suck on defense. And they're old. They're old as shit, man. Like, it, people saw it worked with Tampa. Like, they put all these old guys around Tom Brady. Like, it worked. The Lakers tried to kind of copy off that model almost, but you can't do that in the NBA, man. It's tough, especially LeBron. Like, his best ability was always he could stay healthy. He plays every single game he could. He was always healthy, always a train. But now that he's getting hurt, man, you can't. It's not going to work with, like, Russell Westbrook, Carmelo. And, yo, know, Carmelo's washed. Like, I like Melo, but he, he was he's been washed for years now. With – Hey, Greg, you tell me what you think about this, too. I don't know how many more games. Like, I'm scared for LeBron injury-wise. If they're going to have LeBron playing the five, that's going to take a toll on his body. LeBron playing the five. Like, you might just have to eat it and just let Dwight Howard or DeAndre, who has who has been terrible this season. Uh, and, like, building the team with so many centers, man. Like, Polinka, like, he's playing like it's 20 years ago, man. Like, nobody uses big fives anymore, and he has, like, five of them. The thing, it worked when they won the championship. It did work when they won the championship. It did. Go. It did. Was, was a perfect mix. Now you got LeBron playing five. That's not going yeah. to work. Not going to work. They have a bunch of unathletic centers. Like, they're, yeah. Dwight's passes. That's really the problem. They're unathletic. And they're, when LeBron's your most athletic option at center, you you made a big mistake in how you construct your team. I thought when they let JaVale McGee walk, that was a big mistake. I thought when they let that guy they brought in on 10-day last year, uh, Damian Jones walk, he went back to the, he went to the Kings, that was a big mistake. I like what he gave them. He was athletic, rim ran, great in the pick and roll, catching lobs. Like, that's exactly what you need on team LeBron and, and shooters all around that. Now, they don't have shooters all around that. But nonetheless, like, you need an athletic center to play alongside AD to help, again, clean up the glass, block shots. That's why they won a championship because their interior defense was crazy. They were Even someone like Marcus Saul that could facilitate. Even someone that could facilitate like Marcus Saul's too slow. I mean, to, you get a pick and roll. I, I feel like if I got Marcus on pick and roll right now, myself, I would score a basket. Not, yeah, and, like, and that's how slow he is. He's not so, good anymore. So I, I just that's 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 the problem. That that's the problem. DeAndre at this point is the same exact player. Same exact player at this point. Bringing in DeAndre was stupid. It, it was, was dumb. Stupid. It made no sense. It shows how desperate they are. So exactly to answer Tone's question about whether or not it's a problem and can risk risk LeBron's uh, this is all a problem. They're risking they're they're risking a lot by LeBron relying on LeBron that much in general. He has to do everything. I mean, yeah. I sent I sent this in a group chat, the other uh, the group, group the group chat Chris and I are in. Um they, the 31-6 run they went on to get back in the game against the Nets, LeBron, he facilitated it by himself. It was LeBron. He he got six assists and 13 points. He literally assisted on every bucket but one to get him back into that game. Like, or scored the, the bucket. Like, you, you can't rely on a 36, 37-year-old to do that every night. If they get in the playoffs, they're still dangerous too, man. They'll get in. They're, they're dangerous. They're, 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 they're playing games LeBron to be dangerous, though. What's up? The dangerous because they have LeBron James. You have when you when you're LeBron, you have a chance. But right. 
you is AD gonna play better when he comes back? Because they're not gonna trade AD. We're saying that they're not gonna trade him. They should. Yeah, they're not gonna knows with AD, man. Like AD's been getting a pass. No one blames AD because like everyone. Facts. Russell Westbrook's always the easy target. And still, like I'm blaming man. Russell Westbrook too. But AD has not been good. Like Shaq hit it on the nose. Like yo, what is he doing, man? No, he he looks complacent. Last year he came back out of shape after they won the championship. He seems right. like a guy who you know he's just not he's not wired the way LeBron is or a way a Kobe is or a way these guys are where they're constantly like constantly trying to be the greatest and con- like constantly looking for that great looking for greatness. He's You're not right. that guy. He's just he he hasn't proven it. He is not that guy. You're he's right. got to complacent. If Kobe, God, if Kobe, I'm, Kobe, somewhere rolling over in his grave. That right? No, dead ass. Looking at AD, one hundred percent. Before we close off the show, we got to touch on the Mets. And we got two Mets fans on the show. What are y'all thoughts on the hire of Buck Showalter? So I guess the issue with Buck Showalter, right? Like nobody wanted him for about three, four years. Because he's, people think he's going to rebel against the analytics approach that baseball has now adopted. Which uh, I think is, I like the analytics. I'm an analytics guy. I'm pro-analytics. I think Buck Showalter has adapted. I think he will use it. I think the question for the Mets now becomes the health of Jacob DeGrom, right? Because they've been quiet as hell with his health, man. Ever since he said they screwed him up, they, like, stuffed him in an MRI machine, which, like, inflated his elbow, whatever the situation with him was. I think if he's healthy, I think they got a legitimate shot. Um, I, I do like the Buck Showalter signing. I think there is a reason he hasn't been signed for years. I mean, he's won one playoff series in his entire career, and he's been managing forever. He's only won one playoff series. So I think, I don't know. I'm curious to see how it will work. He's very old school. I don't think he will embrace the analytics too much. But I think if they have Jacob DeGrom, like that one-two punch at the top of the rotation, like you can't beat that, man. Yeah, I, I agree with everything he said. I, I think that there are a lot of baseball people who swear by Buck Showalter, and that's why it gives me a little bit of relief. Honestly, with the Mets, I'm really I, you. Y'all know, y'all, you guys know. I'm not. I'm really. Let's just see it. I'm. I'm gonna see it. See it first basis with the Mets. I gotta see it first. I want to see how they do. I'm not gonna go crazy about them. I want to yep. see Lindor have a better year than he had last year because oh Lindor was not. Two years. He's been terrible for two years. Yeah. That contract yeah. could be. Oh my god. My dad. My dad is a big man. <laughs> my dad's the. My dad's the reason why I'm a Mets fan. My dad is pissed off about that contract. He doesn't. Oh my god. Like he better turn Lindor it around. The past two years, he's hitting under 200 combined. Well. So I think they're going to go after Chris Bryant after the lockout's over. I think that's what they're probably going to do that. This guy seems to swing for the fences, Cohen. So he'll probably go after Chris Bryant, and we'll, 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 the the infield will be crazy. But then you, could, what do you do with McNeil? Do you have him play outfield? Do you, do you move him? Or they trade him. him? Yeah, or they trade him. You trade him for more pitching help. Because yeah, I think that's probably the way you go. I don't know what McNeil's value is. He had two great years. One of them was the lockout shortened year, which I think he only played like 50 games. Yeah. He's had two great years, but I don't know. I'm curious what his value would be. Right now, there's a little bit of yeah, because last year was that good. He was terrible but last year. Last year, I felt like he was trying to swing for the – he was literally trying to hit more home runs. But if I have to – if I have to – um, if I have to sum it up, I think Buckshaw Walter will help the Mets. I think that the old school approach is a little bit what they need. Yeah. Um, more of a Terry Collins style, but even – I think a smarter baseball guy than Terry Collins was. I think so, too. Yeah, you know what I mean? So I think I think it'll help. I think it'll help. And Max Scherzer wanted the guy. Your big yeah. acquisition wanted the guy. He came out yep. the table for him. So you had to sign so, him. Yeah, you had to go get him. And you went out and got him. That's fine. The, the, the Mets are all in. The approach is all in right now. That I division you're in is tough. That division is tough. Yeah, I mean, it's ridiculous. you got that the Phillies who are going to be better. You've got the Nationals who are going to be better. You've got Atlanta. Who, who didn't is, have their ace or Ronald Acuna. So they were missing their ace, Soroka, and they were missing Ronald Acuna, and they still won yeah. the World Series. Like, they're they're going to be a problem. Man. They're, they're, they're a problem. They're eventually, a problem. you figure Philadelphia is going to turn it around because they have just loads of talent. They do. 
Like do. Zach Wheeler pitching like a Cy Young, Bryce Harper, JT Real Muto. Zach Wheeler. And if, yeah, Zach Wheeler. <laughs> Another one. I'm curious what Syndergaard looks like this year, too. Oh my God. And then the Marlins are the Marlins are in rebuild mode, but they're still a threat and they're gonna get better yeah. too. So you're getting better. Uh, Jeter stacked up that farm system pretty good. He did, he did. They're gonna be good. It's just a matter of time before they pop off too and be and they're a good team. So you're right. I I I think I think that it's it's tough to say. Like again, Mets fans, I would temper the excitement a little bit, correct? Because they're still the Mets, and you know, and we're in a division that's really hard. I it's, I do like the one two punch of the in the ground screen, huh? That is the best division in baseball, right there. Yeah, it is. The NL East. It is. Yep. Uh, my man Miles going to the NL East a couple of years ago. It's funny how fast things change. Yep. Well, well, you know the vibes. We appreciate Chris hopping on with us. If you stay ready, you don't got to get ready. Bench mob, we out. Peace. Peace.